Good day and welcome to Being Real with Mira. I'm your host, Mira, and thank you so much for tuning in and choosing to listen to today's show. Um, we as Bazona have a very real culture. Our culture is very rich and very teaching and of societal values, family values of love, of perseverance. I could go on and on. But in as much as everything, the good comes with the bad. There's no way we can turn a blind eye to the bad things or rather the toxic things and oppressive things, beliefs and practices of our culture. We have many of those. And today's question on today's show is, what are the practices of our culture that are either oppressive or toxic that you wish could be changed or we could do away with? I'm sure as I was saying this topic, something quickly came to your mind. Like there was something that you said no. This one certainly really does instantly has to go. I posted this question on my WhatsApp and asked my contacts what those are for them. And there were a couple of replies and I'm only because of time and not wanting this podcast to be so long, I'm only going to be able to read out four texts. Initially, I had told them to send voice notes and I have not been able to figure out where to place my voice notes or where I get them and you know attach them to the podcast so i decided to write down what they were saying word by word and then read it to you guys and the first one was from mongi mongi is is mongi is a very smart very beautiful soul friend of mine who i met in our tertiary days she was my roommate and we've been friends since and you can guess how long that has been because man i'm old <laughs> it's been a while since i've been in school Mangi says one of the practices that is outdated and oppressive is that only women that are married are supposed to give a counsel to a newlywed that is a wrong approach in the sense that it creates a belief that unmarried and divorced women have failed and cannot give any advice. I think they are the best to give advice because they would have faced it all and know the ins and outs of marriage, the highs and lows, and as thus should be included in the process of advising a newlywed. I mean, in our culture, we have this thing where we call it holayua or holaya. That's basically a council, like a group of married women are going to have a sit down talk with this young newlywed, whether young or old, sorry for using young, with this newlywed and tell her and give her the robes of marriage. Like, this is what you do. You need to do one, two, three. You need to do what? This is how you talk to your husband. I'm assuming that is what they say because I've never been in that situation, you know? And basically that's what we get told by those who have been through that that no they just basically teach you how to act as a married woman what to do what to say how to carry yourself around how to run your affairs in your household you know how to just make sure your family is intact and everything is well taken care of how to get along with your in-laws like everything so Manga is saying she she believes that is, that's an that's an oppressive believe in culture because then you are treating people who are not married as somehow outcast of something and like you're 
just they're pushing them to the side like they don't matter like how are you regarding the importance of people in a society by virtue of them either being married or not married like in like my my, my question right now is what then happens if the newlywed the bride's mother is not married what normally happens like we always see when you're raised by a single mother all these other women are going to be there and giving counsel to your child and you can't they're going to tell your child how to behave that they're, they're literally holding your child's hand into the transition into the new phase of life and you're not there while you are the one who raised this child do you think that is fair certainly it's not fair and divorced women why do we <coughs> Why do we we think they have failed? When you do that to a divorced woman, which the message that you're trying to send her is you have failed. You don't deserve a seat at this table because you are divorced. That is wrong. And like Mwangi is saying, these women who have been divorced have seen it all. They've seen how ugly it gets. And in as much as when somebody gets married, everything, everyone is in a very jolly mood and we wish you nothing but the best and everything. We need to to be very honest with her and let her and brace herself let her brace herself for the rainy days for what then if nothing goes as perfect as we wish it does what then isn't this isn't this now the chance for the divorced women to say you are my child if it gets this bad this is how you live this is how i managed to live that is my question uh, what 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 are we saying to divorced women like there's nothing you can teach people in marriage as a divorcee that is my question and that is what mongi believes the second voice note is from fix fix is a man and he's also a friend of mine and fix says the practice that when your wife or girlfriend gives birth that taken into confinement to be with their mother it doesn't create a bond and the child and the father doesn't get a chance to bond the kids end up calling their maternal uncles bopapa that should change we have also this practice called budzits which i highly recommend like i'm i'm i'm, I'm very fond of teachings from our mothers and our grandmothers from the maternals in our lives. So Botsetse is basically where after giving birth you go into confinement either 6 months or 4 months. So what happens is during this time you are not you don't stay with your boyfriend. You are away from your boyfriend, you're just with your mom, your aunt, your grandmother or who but any maternal support that you have in your life. You're just with that person and they are the ones who teach you the ropes like this is how you handle a child. This is how you you you, you help a child go to the toilet or something like you do um the diapers you feed them everything this is how you also take care of yourself this is how many times you bath in a day you know like you are taught every single little thing and fix argument is that why is my child being given the chance to develop for the first 6 months of their life or the first 3 months of their lives without me when i fit into the life to the child's life now wouldn't it be so hard for me to get in like what's so hard about that happening with me in the picture why can't i as the father of the child and the the grandmother help equally or however because i believe this creates 
a level of animosity between partners because next thing it's it's 2 a.m in the morning the child is crying doesn't want to go to sleep you are tired as the mother you want to sleep you try to call the dad he's not answering he's up there with his homies having the time of his life it makes you so mad as a woman because one of the things that women struggle with i have a lot because i'm a mother i have a lot of child mother puts it's a confinement in motherhood conversations with my friends and with just random women either at work and the combi you know at shops everywhere women feel after the child comes the transition only shows in their lives like when it comes to the dad it's just like oh like they literally have a kid just by saying it or just by being around the kid two or three times a week as the mother everything changes like your whole life Within a second, your whole life is gone. Cha. Now you 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 do everything by the baby's book, and you always feel like no, but this guy is still having the time of his life. He's doing one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. Always going out with his friends. It's two a.m. I'm calling him. The child is crying. I'm also crying. You know, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. The child doesn't want to sleep, and he's out there going to parties and stuff, and he doesn't have time. Oh, he's sleeping, and I'm not sleeping. And those things create so much animosity between partners, because the woman will literally feel like I'm I'm being cheated on. I'm literally feeling like a single mother. By the time that six months has elapsed, you guys fight every day about it. Every day, every day, every day. And men are always so helpless. Like, what do you want me to do? You are there with your mother. I can't come there and then come stay with you. What do you want me to do? And in this instance, people always say things like, when a child comes, people break up all the time, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think part of the reasons why there are so many couples that break up after having been together for years of the child is this whole Butsetsi period. Because the child will frustrate you in a, in a way nothing and no one else can. And you need your partner by your side. Say no. When the child is not feeling well, temperature is high and all, you need like your partner to hold you and say, no, babe, they will be fine. And they're not here. You're here with your mom. Your mom, do you know how mothers are? Do you know how grandmothers are with our kids? <laughs> if, if you think your mom or you think your mom is strict, wait till you have a child, my girl. Wait until you have a child. You'll see a whole side of your mom that you've never seen. They're like a lion. You know how a lion protects their little cubs? Like that, that aggressiveness and that... Uh, that's how grandmothers are. And it's almost like they don't care about you anymore. Like, I'm your child. Hey! No, you don't matter. <laughs> the one who matters is the kid. Yeah. And when you need to feel loved, you know, and, you know, smoothed, and, no, and somebody, the, the person who has to do that only sees you, like, two hours in a day and goes, you can't even kiss them like that because your mom is literally just there, always staring at you guys. But diapers, diapers, let me tell you, girl. Mutsetse is the pits. But I, I don't know, like, I wasn't Mutsetse fully, fully, fully like that because I quickly had to go back to school, you know. But a child needs both. I believe, I, I believe, and I agree with Fix, a child needs both parents from the first day. I need to be here with my boo. Baby needs to be holding my hand through all this. Like, hey. <laughs> um, the third comment is from Shono. Shono is my friend. Shono is my childhood friend. We grew up together. 
and then she came for tertiary gumeding or something. Yeah, kind of lost contact, and then we got back together again. She know growing up, she was the VIP. She had all the music. She know had like a computer. They had a computer at home, back when nobody had computers, guys. Huh? Back when nobody had computers, they had all this music. She know his brother always had the latest music. <laughs> and Shona's brother. <laughs> Let me go to Shona's comment. A woman has to be afraid to express themselves, their feelings, and to fully be expressive. It's difficult because you are told to always be quiet, even at work. It gets hard to be fully expressive to my colleagues because I was taught to suppress myself. For a woman isn't to be loud, headstrong, and expressive. It creates communication problems. This really gets to me because this has been, because growing up as an expressive child, I've always been expressive. I've always been about my business, girl. You're gonna know what I'm thinking. You're gonna know how I'm feeling. I've always been that child. And you get, you almost feel like you are being disrespectful because people are not used to a kid who's expressive who says, but I don't want that. I don't appreciate being talked to that way. No, you need to hear what I have to say. Yeah, you do melanola and I don't agree with you because of one, two, three, four, five. You are literally being, you, 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 you get to feel like you're disrespecting people just by voicing out your own opinion. This has been one of my struggles growing up because I'm expressive. It's always, hey, you brand tata you. Hey, that one is so talkative. You are papa. You are really, yeah, you, you, all the time. And kids like that are never, ever disrespectful. They're very, they're very confrontational, not confrontational, confrontational is not the word to use. They're very expressive. So society needs to do away with this thing where an expressive kill, kid is regarded as disrespectful. We love women who, and children who are, I don't know the word to use in English, but that whole, eh, yes, thank you. We want women to always be scared. Thank you. We want women to always be scared, even of themselves. I always say this to my friend. I have a friend who's like this, and I'm always saying to her, why are you so scared of yourself? Why do you talk like that? Why do you use that tone? Why, 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 why do you, why are you such a loud person? But when you talk to people, you're like, eh, yeah, okay, ma, yeah, ma. I'm like, don't do that. Own yourself. Own who you are. These people, like the world and people will adjust to who you are. This is who you are. Don't, don't belittle yourself and don't degrade yourself and don't be lesser of a person you deserve and you are worthy of being so that you make other people feel comfortable in the room. If they're not comfortable with who they are, they're going to want you to not be comfortable with who you are. Do away with this thing that you feel you need to be eh, no, okay, and always very understanding and never asking questions and yes, say, no, say, yes, say, no. If you don't understand, ask. If you're not happy, Express yourself. No, I'm not happy. If you don't appreciate how someone talks to you or how someone does things, whether it's your boss, your mother, your father, your brother, your sibling, your uncle, tell them. No, 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 no. In a very in a very respectful way. We're not saying being disrespectful and just say anything. Yeah, yeah, no. That's not what we're saying. Have respectful conversation about your feelings, but let people know how you feel. If someone upsets you, tell them, no, mom, no, dad, no, uncle, no, my brother. I don't want that. And I appreciate that. Don't talk to me that way. No, you hurt my feelings. Because if, if, 
if you God, if people manage to keep you quiet, they've won. If people manage to get you to a point where you can't express yourself, they have won. You don't, they, they end up making you feel like you don't matter or you are invisible. And you are always going to be invisible. And that is not what God has made us do. We're not here to be invisible. That is why we're here in the world to make a difference, to be ourselves, to do something that is different from someone else doing. So no, 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 no. We need to stop making women feel bad for being expressive, for being talkative. Yeah, someone said, you no. Why do you want women who don't say anything so that they don't hold you accountable for anything? No, no, no. Shono, I get you, girl. I get you. The last comment is from Karaba. Karaba is my baby cousin. She's not a baby as such, but she's younger than me. She's, what, a year older than me. She's, she's always been my baby. So she's a baby cousin. <laughs> it's from Karaba. Karaba says, they believe that after you get married, the in-laws expect so much from you, isn't it? If I get married at my youthful age, I have to act my age. Not waking up at six, cooking, cooking huge, making huge meals for the whole family, wearing long dresses even after the wedding i should still be the same me i don't want any pressure and to be abused in any way kind sort or form that's why it's important to get married to someone who has his or her own place and will still be maintaining our relationship our way with no external influence yes my girl amen to deeds um i'm one person who 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 preaches being comfortable and who, who preaches doing things for yourself to make yourself happy before anyone else. And with this here, I agree with Karabo fully. If my husband and I, if, if we're cool, don't I believe I'm cool with wearing short things? My husband, if he doesn't want to wear short things, I guess he won't wear short things, my love. <laughs> Whoever doesn't want to wear short things wouldn't wear short things. Wear them long trousers, my brood. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. If 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 if, if anyone is uncomfortable with something, then he shouldn't do it. If I'm comfortable with wearing short stuff, then my husband should know I'm comfortable with wearing that. I shouldn't change who I am to fit into someone else's idea of what a young woman is supposed to feel and act like and say. You understand? I shouldn't try to like chisel myself up and change the way I speak, the way I talk, the way I dress, the way I do things so that other people find me worthy of being makoti or being witty to their child. Ah, uh, no. No, my love. No. I should, as an individual, what Karabi is saying is, as an individual, I should fully be appreciated for who I am. If I want to wear something short, I need, I would wear it. I don't need to wear long dresses. If I want to go out, I'm going to go out. You understand? Don't put your oppressive ideas of what a, um, a daughter-in-law is and must do and want me to do all this hard work and labor and cook these big meals I've never even cooked in my life. Imagine you come from a family of four or something and then you are made to cook families for like 20 people. Ah, I know. That's why Karabo stresses the, the, the point of that she wants to get married to someone who's already, who, are, who has a place of their own, where it's still going to just be you and baby. 
Well, I've only managed to read only these four and listen to, um, I've listened to a number of them, but I only managed to read these four. I hope in your little corner or in your squads, in your family, at work, you get to listen to this and introspect. And we, we, I hope we will be the generation that teaches the older generations that it's fine to change. Even if you've been subjected to something for all your life, it's fine to do better now because better has come around and because someone is teaching you that, no, but those are not the good ways. Let's do things this way. May we be the generation that gets to change the mindset of our 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 elders may we be the generation that that is teaching of all things positive may we be the generation that breaks the curses of abusive oppression of toxic of toxic beliefs toxic doings and toxic things we have normalized in our society may we be that generation may we have the assignment of every day breaking the chains that have oppressed us as a society for the longest time and may we thrive each and every single day of our lives to learn and unlearn so much positivity keep well stay real god bless and goodbye